0: Welcome back, so glad you are here. You gotta bear with me today as I'm recording this, and now that I say this out loud, I'm realizing this is probably not a bright idea. I am icing my shoulder as I record, and so I'm sitting here, even though I just put the ice on like 20 seconds ago, I'm thinking, I am mighty uncomfortable. So I am gonna attempt to get through this entire recording with the ice on my shoulder, a little bit of discomfort from a workout this morning. Um, So if I seem a little agitated, it's because I am, because I'm freezing right now. But anyway, the other day, I put up a blog post that generated a lot of questions and a lot of great questions. And so I want to share parts of the blog post here and address those questions, do my best to help you move from a place where you're not making progress towards your goals or you're not making satisfactory progress towards your goals to a place where you feel really proud of and happy with your progress. Lots of people are kind of in this place where they want to change and they have moments of high motivation and moments of progress, but then they have the inconsistency that is the reason for their lackluster results. And I think we can all relate to not getting the results we really want, not moving forward at the pace we really want. And the most frustrating part is that we want it so bad, and so it's hard to understand how we can want something so much, but continuously make these excuses and exceptions, we make them. Nobody is force-feeding us. Nobody is making us skip our workouts, and so that gap between what we want and the choices we make holds a lot of frustration for many people, and I was stuck in that place myself for quite a long time multiple times, going back and forth between I'm on it, I'm good, everything's great, and why am I not doing the work? In fact, I kind of lived in that place for most of my life. You know, where you really, really, really want to lose weight, and you think about it all the time, and you plan what you're going to do, and then you don't do it. Or maybe you start, and then you quit. You plan like a ninja, and then you don't execute your plan. Today, we're going to take a hard look at why we do that. And let me add a disclaimer here. You very well might get defensive hearing this. It might make you uncomfortable, and I think if you have that reaction, getting a little defensive or uncomfortable, that is your red flag, your trigger, that you need to suspend your ego And really lean into this. I'm gonna challenge you to be more committed to fixing than to defending. And oftentimes, for me, with what I do, part of being a coach is drawing your attention to that, that you, you know, the things that you really don't wanna have attention drawn to. If you are defending or justifying in your head, I got news for you your ego is holding you back. Your ego is the reason you aren't able to move forward and make progress. I was, um, I was at a conference a few weeks ago, and the gentleman who did most of the lectures said something that really resonated with me. And he said, I am not a motivational speaker. I'm an irritational speaker. Because really, oftentimes, in order to change, we have to be agitated a little bit. To take action, to make a change, we have to get to the point of enough is enough and we're going to talk about that very specifically today and I want to just challenge you again to approach this without emotion, without your ego. Approach this whole conversation as an exercise in helping you get unstuck. This is not meant to be judgmental and it's not an attack. Again, be more committed to fixing, to improving, than you are to defending. Many people, their automatic response is defensiveness and justification. And before we dive into these specific reasons that maybe you haven't made progress yet, let me first address how you might respond to this information. Or really to any information, anything about carbs and fat loss, or anything about dietary fat and fat intake, or protein, so many people will listen and say, Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know, I know. But here's the deal if you are not living it daily, if you are not executing it, if you are not practicing it, you don't know it. Saying, Yeah, I know that, it turns off the receiving part of your brain. When you say, Yeah, I know, this info doesn't apply to me because I know already. You only know it when it's yours, and it's only yours when you're doing it, when you're living it, when you own it, and you execute it. Otherwise, you do not know it. You don't know it. You might have heard it before, and you might understand it, but you only know it if you are actively applying it. So be very careful about choosing to turn off your receiving brain with the words, I know that. With all that out of the way... Let's talk about this blog post and why, in my opinion, you might not have lost weight yet despite wanting it. The first one is that maybe you're too comfortable where you're at. That doesn't mean you like where you are at. You might not like your body and you might want to change, but that doesn't mean that you aren't very comfortable, okay? I'm not suggesting you like your body and that's why you haven't changed. At the same time, we only change. We only change when the pain, speaking of pain, this ice pack, man, we only change when the pain of staying where we are is greater than the pain or the discomfort of change. So if you haven't changed yet, it is very likely because you perceive more pain and discomfort coming with change than with staying where you are. If you haven't done the work, If you aren't consistently making good choices, it's very likely because you perceive that changing will be less pleasant than staying where you are. And there's two ways that this can change. There's two ways to push yourself out of this. Either... Your current situation can get worse, more painful or more uncomfortable. Maybe you find out you're pre-diabetic, right? Maybe you find out that you have very high blood pressure. Maybe you realize you can't chase your kids around the way you want to. So the two ways to kind of shake this are either your current situation can get worse, more painful or more uncomfortable, or instead of waiting for life to suck more, you can lower by choice with the thoughts you think, you can lower your perception of the pain of change and transformation, okay? Here's the deal. Bear with me while I while I weigh in on this, okay? Anything that you are afraid of as it relates to changing your eating habits, changing your lifestyle, anything that you fear is imaginary. Honest to God, anything and everything. Fear in and of itself is imaginary. It's not real. It's a projection. It isn't happening right now. You have negative anticipation of something in the future. So you're projecting it. It's imaginary. That is not real. You can only, only feel fear and negative anticipation when you're not practicing mindfulness, when you're somewhere other than right here, right now, you are forecasting something that hasn't happened. You're making it up. It's a dream. You're you're creating a problem where there is not a problem. Now, I get a lot of questions about this, and I understand it. Lots of people emailed me and said, okay, so... I I mean, okay, maybe I'm not enough, I'm not uncomfortable enough, but I don't understand, practically speaking, how to change this, how to create more pain or with with my current situation or how to create less pain with change. And a lot of this, most of this is about where you focus. So many of us, and I used to be this way too, approach weight loss thinking and saying things like, I mean, I get these emails every day. I'm really nervous. I'm afraid I won't be able to do it. I'm worried about giving up my favorite things. And I just, you know, that makes me uncomfortable. Or I have a serious fear of failure. When that is your focus, you will always be less likely to take action. You are teaching yourself to fear progress. You are teaching yourself to fear moving forward. So you'll default to staying comfortably unhappy. Doesn't mean you like where you are, but you're more comfortable there because you're talking yourself into being afraid to change. When you notice that you are having those thoughts, flip them, right? When you notice that, oh, I'm really worried about giving up my favorite things or I'm really worried that this is gonna be just like every other time and I'm gonna quit, when you notice that thought, flip it. Tell yourself, I can't wait to wake up and feel good about my body. Like I can't wait to experience that process. And I'm so excited to make choices that make me feel really good. I'm excited to have energy. I'm excited to not be obsessed with food anymore. And I really think I'll enjoy my favorite indulgences even more after teaching myself moderation because there will be so much less guilt. And I'm really gonna enjoy food more when it's not such an emotional battle, when I've taught myself mindfulness so there's not guilt because I'm not eating ice cream twenty-five times a day or you know every single day. I'm eating it, you know, once a week, a couple times a month. And there's not gonna be guilt, so I'm actually gonna enjoy it more. When you notice the fearful negative thoughts, just replace them with positive, empowering thoughts. Another reason that might be responsible, I talked about this in the blog post, uh, might be responsible for not making the progress you want is that you're focused on the wrong side of the equation. And I did an entire episode on this a couple weeks ago, but there's the planning side and there's the executing side. There's the nutrition side and there's the mindset side. And if you haven't made the changes that you want to make, chances are it's not about diet and exercise. If, if you want something and you aren't doing the work, that's not a food issue. That's a mental issue. So if you are focusing, if you're in this place where you really, really want it, but you're just not doing it, you should not be focusing on the food side of things. You need to be focusing on the mental side of things. If you're focused on the food and fitness side, you're a hamster on a wheel, you have not addressed the issue. Action versus inaction or consistency versus inconsistency has nothing to do with chicken and broccoli. We love to plan. We love food lists. We love meal plans. And we busy ourselves with that stuff while beating ourselves up for not doing the work. Your focus is wrong. You've got to tackle the mindset side of things. And there's no doubt, and I've said this a million times before, yes, fat loss is 90% nutrition. But what we eat is 90% mental and emotional. So if you have an execution issue, if you have a desire and your actions don't back up the desire, that will not be solved by a meal plan or a food list. That is solved by closing the gap of the mindset struggle. You can be sure. That if you want to change and you aren't putting in the work, that has nothing to do with your plan and everything to do with your thoughts and your beliefs and your fears. So that is where I would really challenge you to invest your energy in making progress instead of waking up every morning determined to do egg whites and broccoli because that is not going to close the gap between what you say and what you do. Does that make sense? All right, the third thing, and this is so pervasive, this is one of the main reasons that people do not make progress, and that is that you think the little things, the small indulgences, the micro choices, you think they don't matter. A little bite here, a piece of candy there, one soda here. You have this constant chatter from what I call your inner toddler, Talking you into choices that don't help you reach your goals and the argument that you use to talk yourself into this is, it's just this one little thing. It doesn't matter. And I have news for you. The little things are the only things that matter. Think about it. What are the big things? They're just a collection of the little things. How do you achieve a big goal at work? A bunch of tiny actions and decisions. How do you pay off debt? managing a million tiny little transactions? How do you create a great relationship? It's not like our relationship is great because of this one big decision we made to get married. No, no, no. Your relationship is what it is based on the tiny interactions, the little things. The little things are the only thing that matters. So when you notice that voice that says, This one little piece of chocolate doesn't matter. That voice is lying. You need to tell that voice, I know who you are. I see what you're doing. I get it. You're doing that because it's worked before. It doesn't anymore because that is a lie. If you are in a position at work where you manage other people, imagine having one of your team members come in and you realize they totally blew a project and they say, yeah, I know. I just, you know, I kind of figured it was just this one little thing. Like it didn't really matter. You would look at them and you would say, you're crazy. Of course the details matter. The quality of the project depends on the details. Your success depends on the details. The little things are the only things that matter. And when you can say, this was one of the most powerful things I did, I made a list of all the arguments that I used to talk myself into indulging. The constant arguments of, I'll start tomorrow, or this one little thing won't matter, or it's just this once. All those things, I wrote them down as arguments that work against myself. Because we are so good at talking ourselves into what we want. So you have to identify how you do that. So many people use this one particular argument of, it's just this one little thing. It just doesn't matter. This one beer, this one piece of chocolate, this one glass of wine, it doesn't matter. The little things are the only thing that matters. And so you have to call that voice out as what it is. It is a liar. That is your comfort zone talking, trying to resist change. And if you listen, you won't change. If you confront that inner dialogue, if you acknowledge it and tell it that it's a liar, congratulations, you are now free to change. You've now taken away the power of that inner dialogue to hold you back and lie to you. You've got to look at yourself, and this is why I really encourage tracking. When you keep a tracking document, and I did a whole blog post uh, that I will link to in the show notes for this episode, I did an entire blog post on how to track, what to track, where to track, when to track, all the details of that. But when you do that and you start to evaluate why you make the decisions you make, you can easily see... How you most commonly talk yourself into these choices, these good choices, these not-so-good choices, you see the arguments that you're using against yourself, and then you know to expect them. Then they can't sneak up on you. Then the next time you're walking past the cupcakes in the grocery store and you think, those look good, just this once, tomorrow I'll be better, it's just this one little thing. What's one cupcake in the scheme of all the weight I have to lose? Then you can say, I was expecting you. I knew that was going to happen. And you know what? You're a liar. That's not true. The little things are the only things that matter. You don't get big things without the little things. Your life, your body is a reflection of the little things. So when that voice pops up again that says, little things don't matter, you say, I see you, I knew you were coming, and you're a liar. Because that is the truth. And there is no judgment here. I know these traps because I lived these traps. Because these traps put me well up over 300 pounds depressed, miserable, and missing out on my life. And I don't want that for you. If you fall into any of these traps, don't beat yourself up. Don't be like, oh my gosh, I suck. Instead, celebrate the fact that you have a new awareness because awareness is the first step. Start to study your behavior. If you are not tracking at this point, why the hell not? What are you waiting for? You've got to acknowledge and identify that inner voice so that it's not fighting you anymore, so that it's not you against that old stuck voice trying to keep you where you're at. Track your habits. When you pay attention, that inner voice loses its power over you in a major, major way. Awareness is the first step to change. And if you are really struggling with the mindset side of things, if you regularly have that negative self-talk, and you guys know if you've emailed me with these struggles, the very first thing I say is, I really think you would benefit from the course on overcoming self-limiting behaviors because you can know what to eat. You can know when to eat. You can know how much to eat. You should know how to work out and when to work out, but if you don't do it, That's not an issue of a plan. That's an issue of your mindset, your beliefs, your self limiting behaviors. And I really encourage you to uh, consider that e course. You get lifetime access if you use the coupon code JOIN, J O I N, you save money on it. You have lifetime access. I'm in there every day if you have questions, if you need more help. But honestly, if you have been in this cycle of yo yoing, where you have a few good weeks and a couple of bad weeks, or two steps forward and three steps back, if you are just trying to amass all of the nutrition and fitness information, you're missing the boat. You've got to address the mental aspect. That is the key to change. And I'm, I'm going to link to that course in the show notes, uh, and I will put the coupon code in there. But honestly, if you don't change that, you don't change. That's just the way it is because, yes... Fat loss is 90% nutrition, but our food choices are so mental. They are a mindset game, and if you are engaging in all this self-talk and self-limiting belief and behavior and talking yourself into actions and decisions that will take you away from your goals, that is step one, conquering that. All right, let's go through quickly what I ate yesterday so that I can get this dang ice off my shoulder because I'm Um, So yesterday was a rest day for me. So I didn't do bulletproof coffee because I just didn't need that much fuel in the morning. I normally work out in the mornings and I wasn't yesterday. So I just did coffee with unsweetened almond milk. A lot of people ask why I do almond milk instead of cow's milk. Um, I don't do a whole lot of dairy because... I don't like, uh, it's tough to find hormone-free milk, and I certainly don't want to introduce bovine growth hormone into my body. I've, I've lived life as a cow. I don't need to do it again. Um midday I had uh, steak fajitas I had leftovers from a couple days before and so I had steak with kind of peppers and onions no rice no beans but lots of salsa and lots of guacamole I love guacamole and then uh, later in the day I had a burger without the bun I put it in a lettuce wrap with a whole bunch of pickles because I adore pickles Um, and I actually had a couple of sweet potato fries because I was just in the mood for something salty and that's What I ate yesterday. So, we will be back with another episode in just a couple of days. If you have questions, if you have struggles or challenges, I want to help. I don't want you to have struggles. I don't want you to have challenges. Guys, there's four months left in the year if you are listening to this anytime around when it airs. And I want to help you go into 2016 feeling amazing, feeling like the obstacles and the challenges that have held you back for so long are no longer holding you back. So I hope you'll get on the VIP email list over at primalpotential.com. I send a lot of uh, recipes and workouts and education out that way. But the best part of it, I think, for you is that it gives you direct access to my inbox. And you guys know, if you have been among the thousands that have emailed me, you guys know I'm genuinely committed to helping. So if you're stuck, if you're confused, if you need help, email me. And honestly, I think the majority of you would benefit tremendously from the course on overcoming self-limiting behaviors. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It is the work that I am most proud of that I have done in the past couple of years. So uh, check that out. The coupon code is up on the show notes page for this episode. It's JOIN, J-O-I-N, and hopefully I'll see you guys in there. We'll see you back here in a couple days. Have a good one.